Ladies and gentlemen, in the many discussions about critical race theory and the other fashionable theories, we can feel a moving away from more substantial information, more interesting information. The main goal seems to be to limit the amount of education taking place. Many hours will be spent arguing back and forth over ground that might be appropriate for college or graduate school but it won't increase a child's foundational education. The technique seems to be about controlling or limiting what the children will learn. The alleged concerns might be called psychological or societal. There will always be new theories to pursue and endless projects. The education establishment will say that all these things are valuable, but the bottom line, one suspects, is that children are more ignorant, confused, and submissive than ever before and unfortunately there are people who want that result. An informal summary of what's wrong might be that less is taught and what's taught is uninteresting and disorganized. What if we taught only the most substantial and exciting information and taught in the most taught it all in the most and taught it in the most dramatic ways possible? Then we might find what we want illumination in all senses of the word. What we're looking for here is educational magic, educational gold, G-O-L-D. Now imagine the Eiffel Tower being built. Imagine an octopus opening a bottle after a lot of tentative efforts. Imagine a large military jet taking off almost vertically. If it's something that, if you saw it yourself, you would never forget it. That is what we're looking for. Nothing else. Recently I had such an experience. I would like to call it a full-blown education eruption. It was a small cluster of small anthills. Not many ants and not very big. All in all, not very promising. But the video behind this scene would lead to some extraordinary vistas. Now, given that it's not clear what is going to happen. We want to start right off engaging the children. We want to ask questions and force them to give answers and ask more questions. Don't hesitate to share your own awe and pleasure. The real theme here is that nature always has secrets and more secrets. What are the ants doing down there in the green? What's the point? You could show the students some photographs of close-up anatomy and we have to ask, are the ants talking to each other? Are they communicating when they wave their antennas or touch each other? Now here's what happens in this video. A professor of biology parks a truck and pours cement into this narrow hole in the ground. Ten tons of cement, which took three days. Then they have to wait a few weeks for the cement to harden. And the then the work begins of excavating this fabulous ant city. The project now is archaeological on a grand scale, like when they uncovered the buried city of Pompeii. The professors and technicians patiently, tediously I would think, brushed away all the tons of dirt and grit, cleaned all the shapes with little brushes and vacuum cleaners. What they found was a complex structure that could have been a giant's tinker toy or a vast piece of art created by many hundreds of yards of plastic tubing. 
spoiler alert, this thing in the ground is huge. That's the punchline that keeps on giving. It seems to be the size of a very large room in a palace, more than 20 feet deep, and then another 20 by 20, horizontally and vertically. There are many different kinds of rooms for babies, for storage, for trash, for fungi gardens. There are tubes for ventilation. All air must, of course, come from the surface. The nice thing about this whole phenomenon is that nobody will think that it's possible. You see it, and then you believe it. Of course, there's no light down there, so the ants are blind and moving in the dark, but they were able to build a complex city. So this is a magnificent example of nature doing what you didn't think was possible. The trick is to use the wonder and surprise experienced by the students and build on that to teach more wonder and surprise. That's when their hearts open up. That's when their minds open up. And who until very recently had the curiosity or ability to pour tons of concrete into the ground and then dig it up again, so to speak? A very expensive, time-consuming project. So what we're seeing here is something that very few people have ever seen in the history of the world. Now the only problem is that the teachers or parents must themselves know enough to take advantage of such a wonder. So do a little homework. Look at the video a few times and look at the comments that people leave because sometimes they will ask and introduce interesting thoughts. Finally, summary, the formula is very clear and simple. Teach dramatic substance only and use every trick in the book to help the children enjoy it. Thank you. Overview. Let's Fix Education explores seven of my favorite themes. First, this podcast is a meditation on what I call the K-12 crime scene. So many destructive ideas. Understanding them is the key to fixing them. Two, by doing that we will have better schools at less cost. Three, nothing much changes decade to decade. The big questions of the 1930s were the big questions of the 1960s and the 1990s. Any subject we discuss can easily intersect with any other subject. Most people instinctively want traditional education, but the education establishment fills classrooms with progressive gimmicks. The result is that we have a standoff, and that's why you run into the same ideas over and over. Four, the big brains in education keep telling students, don't bother memorizing this or that. You can look it up later. B.B. King, comma, the great guitarist, is much smarter. He said, the beautiful thing about learning is nobody can take it away from you. Five, Lennon's ghost wanders through our school system. The hard left thinks big. If they have to kill millions of people to build their perfect society, that's okay. Same goes for dumbing down millions of students. Totalitarians want power. They will do anything to get it. Six, if we are going to survive, we have to take each child to his or her limit. As it is, we are creating millions of sub-educated students from K right through college. Seven, analyzing education, especially dysfunctional education, is a lot more intellectually interesting than most people suppose. 
You'll enjoy this. Finally, P.S. My book, Saving K-12, runs parallel to everything discussed on this podcast. I also have an education site, improve-education.org, with 70 articles that complement everything discussed here. And I have hundreds of articles on the Internet. Enter a topic in Google with my full name, Bruce Dietrich Price, and let Google make suggestions. Thank you for visiting.